What's going on, Elevated Edge crew? My name is Naeem Smith, and I am a former Division I football athlete. Today, I got a very special guest, good buddy of mine that I really, really respect, Isaiah Richardson. He's gonna drop a ton of knowledge for you athletes out here, and really excited to get into the show. First question, Isaiah started at Rice University as a first collegiate stop. Now you're at Samford University, and I really want to learn about the transfer process, like what went on, and what were some of the things that you learned throughout the whole process? Yeah, so um, to start the transfer process off, you know, you go to coach. Well, really, in my situation, it was kind of unique because coach was like, he called me into his office. I think we're going to go a different way. We're going to get some new younger guys in. At, at that point, I was a fifth year senior going on to my sixth year. He was like, do you want to start coaching for me? Because he knew, I told him before I, that I, I want to start coaching after I'm done playing football. He's like, do you want to start coaching for me? And I was like, uh, nah, coach, I don't think I'm ready for it yet. So I was, I was like, I think I want to take my my last year. I was like, I'm going to spend it somewhere else if y'all don't want me. So I'm like, all right, let's get the transfer portal and we'll see what happens. And so he was, he was real cool about it. He was like, I'm going to help you out, do whatever you need to do. So I was like, I brought him a bunch of schools where where I think I could end up playing or whatever or whatnot. So you know, I entered my name into the transfer portal. Was it scary to enter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was definitely different because so at that time it's it's December. It was at the end of the season. We talked about that. So I entered my name into. So I'm I'm scrambling because I want to. I know I knew I wanted to be at school in January so I can get spring in. Yep, that's so really important. Like, yeah, so I, knew, I knew I knew I wanted to play spring football. So I was like. Okay, I got a month, not even a month, it was a couple weeks. Like, I entered my name into the portal, I'm like, all right, yeah, we gotta go. So I'm scrambling, I'm trying to get my highlight tape in, and then what's crazy is, so my highlight tape, you know, I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't have too many highlights. But so I, I had to take some practices and all this and all that, I'm like, I don't even know if I'm gonna end up anywhere, because most of the time, a lot of, because my brother's a college coach, he's a Division One football coach, coach at Vanderbilt. He knows about the whole process. He's, before I even entered, entered the transfer portal, he even talked about it, he's like, it's thousands of kids. Like, it's thousands of kids that enter the transfer portal and end up nowhere. Yeah. So, now I'm entering the transfer portal. I don't have too many highlights. And I'm like, I don't know what's going to yeah. happen. I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm, my football career might be done. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. So, I entered the transfer portal. I entered the Created my highlight tape, entered the transfer portal. I think I entered on sometime in December. It was early December I entered in the transfer portal. I started just getting follows from Twitter. It was like uh, it was like high school again. Yep. Basically, the recruiting process started all over again. It was like high school. But this time, it was a little bit different because it's a whole bunch of SCS schools that are following me now. And then everybody's just following me, following me, following me. I'm not really getting any offers yet, though. But then one school, Sanford, they reached out to me, they're like, we want to get you to come down here. We want you to come come visit. I was like, all right, bet. I'm come down. I can't. I went down, I visited. And uh, actually, they, they called me on the phone before I visited. It was like a couple days before I visited, I was going to visit. They offered me a scholarship. Man. So I was like, I was like, I'm yeah, good. That's yeah. all I need. I was like, all I need is one. One opportunity. All I need is one. So I was, I was very happy that day. Uh, got a scholarship offer, and I went and visited the school. Went visit school, love the school, and I was like, "All right, yeah, I'm committed to you guys. I'm coming." And like, I told them, I told them I was coming just so I could secure my spot, basically, really, because I was like, I'm still see, keep searching my offers, but like, I only had I only had a couple of weeks to 
to make a decision to and decide. To, yeah. to, I only had a couple of weeks to get offers and then decide. Yep. So I was like, so I told them, I really, I called my brother. I was like, what should I do? He was like, tell him you're coming. I was like, all right, I'm coming. I told him I was coming before I left and went back to Houston. I told him I was coming. And um, and like I was I was locked in. I liked the school a lot. So I was like, I was fine with going there. I had like still a couple of weeks left to still search out what schools are coming in. And nothing really nothing really came in like I was locked and loaded for sure to get me in the school in January. So I had to keep that in mind that I wanted to be in school in January. And they offered me. So I accepted the offer. Went to visit, liked it, and then that was just, that's who I rolled with. December 15th came around, signed with them, and um, so I get to school. And what's really, what's really crazy about this whole process is January was a crazy month for me. January was around, I had my graduation party, I did all that. I graduated in December, December was around, December 1st. My grandma, she lives with us, and then she dies on, on, December, on uh, January 1st, she dies. And then so, like that was, that was my whole world. Like, that was my whole world. I was supposed to go to school, maybe like January eighth or something like that. I don't remember what it was, but I was, I was, I told, I told the coach, I was like, I can't come. Like, I gotta go to her funeral and all this. And like, so she died on on December first, and then I mean January first, yep. and then January second, we was like, it was me and my cousin, my girlfriend. We was like, let's have some fun. Let's do something. Let's do something fun. This is gonna be crazy, though. It's gonna be. <laughs> it's, we was like, let's do something clip, fun. This is clip worthy right now. Yeah, this is clip worthy. We was like, let's do something fun. We was like, let's go pop some fireworks. All right. We pop five. We, we actually pop fireworks the day before, because it was New Year's mm-hmm. Eve. So yeah, we, yeah. Pop, everybody, everybody. We, we pop fireworks. And we was like, let's go do it again. We had fun. Let's go do it again. We do it again. We pop fireworks. All oh, fine and dandy. We pop fireworks. We have fun. We go into the house, it's like, it's like 12 or one in the morning. All of a sudden we start, the lights start flickering on and off. And we're like, I look at my sister, she was sitting on the computer, I'm sitting in the kitchen. I'm like, I'm like, this is my, this is my, my grandma just died. So I'm like, uh, I'm like, this is my grandma. This is, yeah, I said. This, yeah, this, yeah. This, this is grandma messing with us. Yep. And I go, for some reason I went and I checked the garage. And I went and I checked the garage, just open the door and smoke just blows blows all in my face. And then I slammed the door. I'm like, everybody gotta get out. We get everybody out the house. Like it's really blessed that everybody made it out the house. So I'm gonna continue the story, but everybody gets out the house and we're just standing outside our house and the garage is on fire. Oh my God. This is this literally the day after my grandma dies. The garage is on fire. Oh. And then, so this is the reason why we're in this house now. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, uh, it basically, basically, it didn't really burn down, but the smoke damage in the house, it was like, we couldn't do anything about it. So we couldn't live there. We've been living in rental houses this whole entire time. This whole entire, this whole entire time I've been in Alabama, my parents have been in a rental house. They've been in Rosenberg. And then they were just, they just moved into my cousin's house and now they moved into this house. So it's been, it's been, it's been a crazy, I don't even know how, like eight months. It's been yeah. crazy. Man, that's just it's, a blessing that you yeah. all made it out. Well, yeah, it's a blessing, like, and then like, it's just a blessing that we all made it out. And then so, so that happened at the beginning of January, and I'm I'm transferring to a new school. I'm sitting here telling my coach, I'm like, I'm not gonna make it there when we're supposed to be there. I'm like, I have a funeral to go to. My house is burned down. I was like, he's not gonna. Yeah, he's not gonna believe this. 
Like, it was literally the day after. I'm like, Man. it was like 24 hours after I texted him, my grandma died. I'm like, my house burned down. Like, it was crazy. He's like, oh, yeah. But then, so, went to the funeral, all that happened. I get to, bro, I get to school. Imagine this. You're transferring to a new school. You get to the school, right? I'm not ready for, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I don't really feel like being here. I'm like, like, my whole thought process of transferring, I'm like, I'm here for one year. I'm like. I'm just gonna do what I gotta do. I'm not gonna talk to nobody. I'm gonna do what I gotta do, trying to make it to the league, whatever. I'm like, I'm just here to play football. The coach that recruited me, he's, he was the defensive coordinator. When I say was, he doesn't reach out to me. When I get to the school, the defensive coordinator doesn't say anything to me. Like, nothing. The only person I'm talking to is like the recruiting coordinator of like how to get into my dorm and all that. He doesn't say anything to me. I'm work and then we start workouts. I start working out, and then all of a sudden, it's just one of my teammates came to me. He was like, "You want to go? You want to go meet the new defensive coordinator?" I was like, "The new defensive coordinator?" And it was like, "Yeah, uh, his name was Coach Benedetto." He was like, "Coach Benedetto got fired." He was like, "What?" Like, didn't say a word to me. Didn't say a word to me. The coach that recruited me did not say a word to me, bro. So I'm on campus, like, I'm like, all right, I guess we'll go meet the new defensive yeah. coordinator. Go meet the new defensive coordinator, like, uh, blah, 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 so and so. He was just talking. He was like, and then I looked at the depth chart. He had a depth chart written up there. I see IR. It was second string. I was like, all right. This what, yeah. I was like, this is what we're dealing with. Because this is new defensive coordinator. I was like. He didn't recruit me. Yeah. Like, I, cause I felt confident going to the school. I was like, oh yeah, I'm finna go here. I'm finna play. I'm about to start. This blah blah blah. This blah blah that. I'm like, cause it's the defensive coordinator that recruited me there. Yeah. All of a sudden, he gets fired. All that stone in the trash. Yeah. It's like now you gotta. It's, it's like, like all over. It's all over again. I'm starting all over again. But I was like, all right, I'm gonna take this with a positive mindset. You know, come through. Spring starts. Uh, I had a really good spring. I had a really good spring. Had our exit meeting with Coach. He was like, he had a really good spring. He was like, but I'm bringing in three transfers, though. He was like, so you have to play good. He was like, I'm bringing in three transfers because we need we need two starters at every yeah. position. But he was like, if you want to start, you got to play. You got to play good. So fall camp comes around, you know, I'm rolling through. I'm playing good. I had a bad scrimmage. Our first scrimmage was actually, I, I played bad in our first scrimmage. But uh, I bounced back to second scrimmage. And uh, so now season's rolling. Everything's been good. Been starting. I actually love the DC now. So it's yeah. Everything it works out for a reason. Everything works out for everything. Yeah, everything happens for a reason, basically. But uh, yeah, that's basically been the whole process. Now we five and one now. That's yep. been the whole process. And it's your been, only loss was to Georgia. Only so, loss was to Georgia. Yeah. yeah we'll so, take that. We'll take that. Yeah. And you guys competed too. So yeah. that's awesome, man. And you're second on the team in tackles yeah. right now. Yeah. I, got, know, I know that went long, but no, yeah, no, was, I, I love that. It was, like, it was really a crazy story. It's been a, it was, yeah. It was a pretty I, crazy time. I love that. It's because like some athlete out there is gonna learn from the experience mm-hmm. of what you had to go through. Of you know. Your grandma passes away. Then, literally, your house burns down yeah, the next day. Well, and how, how you bounce back mentally from time. that to yeah. actually end up going to school, making an impact at your school. And now you're a starting safety, and you were just a defensive player of the week a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So, that's just awesome, man. And 
uh, definitely want to get into now like your physical fitness because we, we had talked about this a little mm-hmm. earlier before the podcast, yeah. but 2020, you know, we all went home and something flipped the switch in you. Not saying you were just like some, yeah. you know, sloppy yeah, yeah, person, yeah. but you took your physical fitness to another level and you honestly look really good. So can you just speak on yeah. the whole process of what athletes need to do to actually you know, make sure they're eating right, training right, and doing everything necessary. Yeah, so this could be, this really could be another long story, but I'm gonna keep it short though. So, freshman year, rolling uh, rice, 2017, played a whole year until about November, hurt my back. Yep. Hurt my back, and uh, her herniated disc, had surgery on it, all that. And so, um, I was out for, I was out for 12 months, not doing, like, literally not doing anything, like, yep. nothing at all. And then, so, and like, I was out, I wasn't doing well for myself while I was out. I was, <laughs> Having a good time. I, was I was being a college student yeah, while I was yeah. out. I was being a college student. So, I end up, I went from, I go from 5% body fat to 14% body fat. Lose, I mean, I, might, I was at, like, I was, I was like, I weighed like 193, and then all of a sudden I'm weighing like 214, and uh, I had like 180 pounds of muscle, and all of a sudden I'm at like 170 pounds of muscle. Man. So I'm like, I'm like, bro, I gotta do something about this. And then so I get back, I get back, I recover from my injury, I get back, and uh, I get back working out, I'm like, okay, once I start working out, I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose this fat. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be fine. I keep eating the way I want to eat. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be fine. I'm working out. I'm not seeing any results. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not losing. I'm not losing any of the fat I got. Yeah. My body doesn't look any different. So I'm like, all right. I'm like, what's going? I'm like, what's going on? Because I had got hurt in high school, and it wasn't for 12 months, but I got hurt in high school, and I got I got a little chubby. And I was started practicing again, and I lost, lost it all. It all. I was like, yeah, I was like that's the same thing that's gonna happen, but it didn't. And then so uh, this was also during the time that uh, those, all those documentaries came out on like how bad the food is we eat. Yeah, and it was like telling, telling everybody yeah, the true the vegan. true stories. Of yeah, it was basically telling everybody to go vegan. So my mom, she decides to go vegan, right? And this is like beginning of 2020, end of 2019, beginning of 2020. She was like, she decides to go vegan. And she was like, y'all need to start going vegan. She's telling me and all my siblings to go vegan. I was like, all right, I'll try it. Yep. And I'm at this point, I it's 12% body fat now. So I'm like, and oh, that's all not, right. that's not bad. It's not even bad, yeah, but like, like, it was like, I know I was yeah. 5% body fat. And, so and especially like, when you're DB too, where yeah. you're really leaner. Yep. And, yeah. And so she's like, y'all need to go vegan. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. So this is January 2020. I was like, I'll try. Yeah, so I'm vegan. January 2020, all the way through. We get the spring. We get the spring, and then COVID happens. Mm-hmm. And so I'm still. And then I I get COVID. And I get COVID before they knew all the the guidelines yeah, and yeah, all that. What's actually before, before going on with like, COVID? It used to be a 14 day court quarantine. But I was in my room for almost a month, bro. Yeah. I was in my room for almost a month. And I'm vegan during that time. So I'm just getting skinny. I'm I'm losing a whole bunch of weight. Get out of quarantine. And then it's like July or whenever we got back to football. 
Like I'm just I wasn't even strong yet. I was just skinny. Yeah. So I'm like, it worked for me somehow. Yeah. Like I was vegan, then I just got skinny. I don't I don't know if it was vegan or if it was COVID. I don't I don't <laughs> the know. Combination. I don't know. It was a combination of both. I got skinny. And so we got back to football. Now I'm skinny. Now I'm feeling good. And so now I'm like, all right, let's get strong now. I ended up changing. I ended up. I stopped being vegan though, and then I went to a. Uh, I went to a no carb diet. Yep. Well, not not even a no carb. I went to. Um, it's like I was still eating carbs, but like I wasn't eating pasta. I'm not eating whole grains. Like I mean, I'm only eating whole grains. I wasn't eating any bread or nothing like that. Like fruits was the only carbs I was getting. I went to that diet, and then that's when I started. And I was working out, and then I started taking creatine. Then I just started so getting strong. Seeing, seeing and I was like, I'm seeing gains, so I'm, I'm not going to stop. Yeah. And so that's what I've been doing ever since. I've been trying to just stay with the whole grains for my carbs. Yeah. Basically, that's no fried food, stuff like that. Stay away from sugar. That's basically it. I've, just been, I've been pretty healthy ever since. Yeah. No, that's, that's really good because I think a lot of athletes out there, can get away with it when they're in like high school, mm-hmm. some even college, and some some people are blessed with really fast yeah. metabolism. So that's they what. Get, that's one of the. I'd be looking at people. I'd be like, they're eating burgers. They yeah. eat Chick Fil A every day. I'm like, how can y'all? I that? I, I, would, like, I, would I can't. Gain. I can't do it. I yeah. like my body will not let me do it. Like yeah, but. for for sure. And so I think one of the major things that athletes can do is actually really looking at what they truly eat, what they're putting into their body, because yeah. that will help you not only sculpt your body, but be ready to hit the field. And, you know, when pro day comes, when your NFL combine invite comes, you look good. You too. got to pass the eye test. Yeah, got to pass the eye test. So definitely think that was some really good advice. So we touched on earlier, team's obviously 5-1, and one. your defensive player of the week, you've been balling out this season, obviously still want to make more plays, get more turnovers, like you said to me, but uh, like, what's the team goal and what's the individual goal for this year? What do you see? The team goal is, is basically just to win every week, and I really admire that. Like, national championship is everybody's goal, everybody knows that, yeah. but like, that's not, that's not one of our goals. Like we don't have national championship. That's not written down. Yeah. To win national championship, to win conference championship. That's not. That's not written down. This is the win every week, and I really admire that. It's just if you do right and you do your best. That's what our coach tells us every week: do right and do your best. That's all you can do. That's literally, and that's that's all you can do. So I really respect that. I really admire that. That's basically our motto: do right and do your best. Whatever happens, happens. I really admire that, and I've taken that on. Like becoming a leader on this team, and I don't really even, I really don't talk that much. Yep. Like, you know, I'll play around. I'm, I'm goofy. I'm yeah, busy. everybody knows you. But like, when it comes down, to, when it comes down to it, I'm not, I'm not one of those that's just gonna, come on, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, you gotta. I'm not. I'm just gonna sit there. I'm, I'm gonna lead by example. I'm gonna lead by example type of guy. So, where our coach says, do right and do your best. That's that just fits me because I'm, I'm gonna do right. And I'm gonna do my best every single time I get a chance to. Yeah, so. I love that, and I think that like leadership takes on multiple roles. Obviously, mm-hmm. like I was a captain on the team, but I really didn't like the rah 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 like type guy. Yeah. Like oh, but I, I definitely want to be the type of guy that like you is like lead by example because I think that speaks volumes to guys. Because to be honest, a lot of guys don't want to hear the rah rah speech from guys. Like some people are just like, uh, and that's sir. that's literally what you did. I actually, bro, I took a lot of things from you. Oh, like, I literally, like, like it's a lot that I admire my game after you. Like, 
when I see you come in and you transfer, and the way you just, the way you did things, the way you handled things, I'm like, yeah, I want yeah. to be like that. I want to do that. I want to be like that. So I really do admire you a lot, bro. No, I appreciate that because it means a lot. But, you know, like like you said, you're going into your sixth year. So it's like it's now or never for you. Yeah. And I, I think you realize that. And I realized that last year. Like it was like, man, this is my last guaranteed yeah. football season ever. Like I might not ever strap it up again. Yeah. Like I have no clue at this point in time. So I just admire that you took – the chance on yourself to keep going. You chase your dream and now you're balling out. And yeah. And speak, and so, my bad to interrupt you, but like speaking on that, like the now or never, I'm like, I'll be in my room some days and I'll be like, I don't feel like being here. Like, I'm like, I'm in Alabama. I'm not from, I'm not, I've never been away from home. Yeah. Basically, yep. I've never been away from home. I went to college in Houston. In Houston. I'm from Houston. Yep. I'm, I've been home. So I, I'll wake up some days and I'm like, I don't feel like being here. Mm-hmm. Like, but I tell myself it's your last chance. You love the sport. I mean, nobody likes practice. No, that that's just a that's a just, simple. Fact. If, if somebody tells you like practice, they're lying. Yeah, they're, they're lying if they tell you like practice. Yeah. Cause back, like if you play basketball, I think basketball practice is fun. Cause you just screw. I did. I did time. like basketball. That's because I didn't really. I knew I never was gonna be in the NBA. I yeah, never, I knew yeah, I wasn't yeah. gonna be playing basketball. Yeah, football practice. I don't know if it, it's been fun. Yeah, it's fun. There, football is it fun. Can be fun. I love football, but there are it's like it's practice. Like it's like you got to go out there. You got to grind. Like yeah. it's different. So it's like those days. I just I'm like I wake up in my room. I'm like you're here for a reason. Have a positive. I really what I've learned over this time transferring is like just have a positive mindset on everything. And having a positive mindset will change everything for you. Bro, yes. It'll literally, it'll literally change everything for you. Yeah. No, and I think for myself, like, when I first came into rights in 2019, mm-hmm. it was like, just do whatever you can to just try to separate yourself and just enjoy the experience because I had no clue I was going to go D1 mm-hmm. until literally, like, two weeks before I really had a trip. Much like yourself, like, yeah. I got a late offers. Like, I, I did not really even get recruited out yeah. of JUCO. So it was like, you know, you definitely – just take advantage of the now. Do what you got to do yeah. and enjoy the process. You got to enjoy it. Enjoy it. Because, I mean, college is done for me, man. And it's like, man, I miss, like, you I miss, miss strapping yeah. up with the boys and, like, that's, going out to war, bro. That's like, what I keep telling myself. Every single practice, I'm like, yeah. you might not ever do this again. Yeah. So you just got to enjoy it. Yeah, that's really good, bro. So last question that I'm going to ask you. What's the call to action to athletes out there that are needing that extra kick in the butt to gain that elevated edge? It's what you want. It's what you want out of yourself. It's what you want in life. You just gotta do whatever it takes. It's basically it's it's just basically what you want for yourself. You can't you can't be lazy about anything. It's it's in life, not even just in football. It's it's what you want for yourself. Yep. It's basically whatever you want for yourself, whatever you do for yourself. Is what you're gonna get. Yeah. So whatever, whatever you put in is what you're gonna get out. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I think a lot of athletes have some really, really good takeaways from you. So, somebody's listening right now. Where is the best place to follow? Maybe reach out and follow your journey. The best place to find me is probably Instagram, Twitter, Zayrich25. Follow me on both of those. I'm about to post later today on Instagram, actually. So. <laughs> Follow you on Instagram. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, you guys, make sure you go follow him real quick. Tell him thank you for coming on to the show. I'm really 
just excited to meet back up with you, bro, because it's always good to just, uh, you know, meet with fellow teammates down the line. It's been a little minute, and I'm just rooting for you going forward. His contact information is in the show notes as well as my own. Uh, really appreciate you guys tuning in today, and this is another episode of the Elevated Edge Podcast. Appreciate you, bro. Let's get it.